In our first reading, the Lord says the following. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. How many times have we done this in our life? How many times have we done the Ash Wednesday thing, received ashes on our foreheads? I know you're all jealous because I already have ashes on my forehead, but that's (laughs) one of the perks of being a priest, right? You can get up multiple times and it's really ingrained in there. We've done this a bazillion times, and depending on our age, how long we've been a Catholic, you know, that number can be maybe just a few, or it can be into the double digits and beyond, right? That we've been doing this for a long time. We, we know what Ash Wednesday is. We know what Lent is. It's not a surprise. We don't need a homily to tell us what is Ash Wednesday about. Immediately, as soon as someone says Lent, as soon as someone says Ash Wednesday, there's a whole barrage of things that probably comes into our minds. We think of, well, ashes. We think of fasting. I'm called to eat less food. We think of abstinence. We eat fish on Fridays, the fish fries. Um, We think of things that we're supposed to give up. We think of, all right, I'm not going to be eating chocolate anymore. There's so many things that come to our mind and we're like, yeah, we we know what Lent is. It's the 40 days before the passion. We celebrate the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. It's not a surprise. We've done it a bazillion times. And there's a good side and a bad side to things that we do over and over and over again. The good side is we form a habit. It becomes easier. The more frequently we do things, the easier that thing becomes. The more we practice how to dribble a basketball, the more we practice how to serve the volleyball over the net, the more we practice our math, the more we did our flashcards when we were younger, the more we do these things, the more we repeat things, it becomes easier for us. It's a fact. We all know that. The more we do stuff, the easier it becomes. The first time you tried to prepare a meal or something of the sort, it's probably a disaster. (laughs) The more we do things, the easier it gets. But there's also a bad side to things that we do over and over and over again. The bad side is we can fall into this rut and we can omit so many other things that need to be done. We can think of, I don't know, doing something on a computer. I know I've fallen into that. You You get into a habit, you think you know how to work this program or do certain things on the computer, and as the years go by, they're actually better, quicker, easier ways to do things on the computer or on your phone, on your smartphone, right? And probably your kids came along and said, Mom, Dad, you know, you can do that a whole lot easier if you just push this, that, and the other. And we don't like that. It's like, no, but I've always been doing it this way. And our kids just kind of roll their eyes at us. You know, hopefully not. But inside, they roll their eyes at us, and they're just kind of like, but Mom, but Dad, it's just, 
You don't have to do all that. You don't have to shut your phone down and turn it back on every single day. No, you can just actually hit this little reset thing and it'll work. It's the, that's the negative or the bad side to habits, things we do over and over again. I think the same is true when it comes to Lent, when it comes to Ash Wednesday. We do it so often, we've done it so many times, that we have an idea, I know what this is about. We get the ashes, we eat less food, we give up chocolate. What's the meaning behind Lent? And I don't want to go on and on tonight, I just really want to pick one thing that's probably obvious, the ashes that we're going to receive on our forehead. Why? Why? And I want to invite you to listen to the words that will be spoken to you when you receive those ashes tonight on your forehead. Remember, you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. And my dear brothers and sisters, this sign brings us, it calls us to the fact that I am mortal. I am not going to live forever. I am not God. And it's not so that we all get depressed tonight. It's not some somber, sad moment where we're, we're remembering that I'm not going to live forever, that my life will come to end. That's not what this is about. The reminder of my death is a reminder that I am about to step into eternity. I'm about to encounter Jesus Christ face to face. It will happen. Remember, you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. Return to me. That's what God is crying out to us tonight. Maybe we've forgotten this aspect. Maybe we're wrapped up with the food and the giving up the chocolate and, yeah, I'm preparing for Easter and how great that's going to be and I'm sad that I'm sinful. No, 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 let's go beyond that. Let's go to the fact that I am heading towards eternity. You are dust and unto dust you shall return and you're returning to me. How do we prepare for that? Even now, says the Lord, return to me. How? He says, return to me with your whole heart. Return to me with your whole heart. Before you walk out of church tonight and before you've checked off that box and said, yes, this year again, I will give up chocolate. Before you do that, I beg you, ask yourself the question, what part of my heart has not turned to God? And how do I find that out? Look at my actions. Because actions speak louder than words. Looking at, the, at my actions, what is not of Jesus Christ? What is not of God there in my actions? In the things I do, or maybe the things that I choose not to do, because I'm lazy, because I'm afraid, because I'm 
proud, because I'm vain. What is that part of my heart that has not turned back to the Lord? Because I guarantee you, every single one of us in this room, we're here tonight because a part of my heart is turned to the Lord. There is no other reason why I'm here. But you know what? God does not want a part of you. He will not settle for a part of me. He wants it all. All my time. All my effort. All my heart. My brothers and sisters, we have a jealous God. A God that he's not going to share me with other stuff. He's not going to share me with stuff that I'm attached to. He's not going to share me with my own selfishness. God wants all of me. He wants my whole heart. And so tonight, when you receive those ashes, and you hear the words, remember you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. No. That God is waiting for you to return to him. That's the reality of my life. It's not a fairy tale. It's not some pious motivation. It's, this is where we're going. We're heading towards that moment in eternity. And God, he wants my heart now. Don't put it off. Because you know what? You don't know when it's going to happen. It's got to happen now. You can live eternity now. So this evening, before you walk out and say, I'm going to give up chocolate, look and say, I'm going to give up that peace that I'm still attached to. <coughs> and not a piece of chocolate, a piece of something deeper, I'm sure. There's something there. And I have to find it and say, Lord, what is that part of my heart that you still want?